Welcome back, friends. So excited you are here for part two of my conversation with Caroline Lewis. If you haven't heard the first episode and part one, I highly recommend you go back to last week's episode and check it out. You're going to get some invaluable information on just how to start a business and what education you need or do not need to be a successful business owner and make some money with an online business. Part two is just as good and I can't wait to see what you think. Hey there, welcome to the Socially Stetson Podcast. This is your host, Stetson K. Patton. You know what? I could talk to you for hours about business, marketing, social media, Enneagrams, and the Bible. Yep, that's just who I am. If you want to join me and my friends as we have these conversations, we would love for you to hang out a bit and get to know each other. I hope you enjoy the show. So I was reading about one of your low points. I did not know this about you um, on your little thing that you put out. Do you remember what you put on the form? Um, I don't. Okay. So I'm going to read it. It was so good. It. Oh, was this? Okay. Maybe. I don't know though. It could have been this one, but I don't know. So just, yeah, go. I love, I love that you're like, I've had multiple. Low I, oh yeah. I've had very, very low points. I don't know which scenario I added. I know we all have, we all have. Um, this one you said, I'll start it off. I remember not having consistent clients and income and I hit a month yeah. when I made an employee through a personal credit card. Yeah, Whoa. absolutely. Yeah. Tell me about that. I oh my gosh. read it and you go into detail more here. I want you to tell us yeah. in detail. Yeah. And this was, uh, this was like last year, um, which is like crazy because years go by so quickly. And I technically have had the agency for two years, but I've been a business owner for three because obviously that first year is like figuring things out. But year two, um, I was running ads to get clients, but then obviously it was like me and one of my employees And we were getting a lot of clients, but then I did not have the head, like the team to manage all of them. So I paused advertising for a bit and focused on hiring, which was a big mistake um, because I should have not done that because maybe then I wouldn't have hit that. But um, for me, and I don't know if you find it too, I find a lot of other people, um, especially in this industry, say this as well. So like fourth quarter and then first quarter are typically low client months. Um, and last year, fourth quarter, um, that's when I pulled ads because they're normally very expensive to run ads fourth quarter anyways. And I had a lot of team come through and I thought I had enough of a wait list to sustain us through first quarter, but then a bunch of people did not sign up. Like I was expecting them to. And we were like, I literally had zero money coming in. Um, and, but I had team that I had to pay (laughs) because I am like, I think the biggest thing that motivates me in this business and being a business owner is it to me, it is the coolest thing to be able to hire a team and give someone an awesome lifestyle. So I've never been like, I'm going to fire you because I don't have enough money. It's always been like, I have to figure out how to pay you. And it was, it was March of last year. So that would have been, what is that? 2022? Cause we're in 23. (laughs) Yeah. March of last year. And I, I think then I think my monthly expenses was about 10 K a month in employees. Um, but we, I think I had one or two clients. So I think I was, I think I was doing like three K a month in, um, like, uh, profit from clients. So literally nothing. 
And um, yeah, I remember looking at payroll and I switched someone off of payroll and I had to then it was Venmo or like PayPal then because I knew I could put it on a credit card because I was like, at least with my credit card, I could just pay that off. But like payroll is like an immediate deduction. So I had to like quickly think, but I never thought like I need to fire you because I don't have enough employees. It was like, I just have to put this on a credit card. So I did. I literally paid her through a credit card because I knew I'd have, I'd, I'd just have to pay that off. And um, I remember like that year was so, so tough because I was going through a breakup. I turned 30 in February, um, which was fun, but it was like I went through a breakup. I just moved to Utah um, and like all this stuff was happening. And then I was like, my business is going to fail. And I remember calling my best friend and like crying. And I was like, I'm not cut out for this, but I really don't want to go back to corporate. Like, I don't even know if I could handle, you know, being managed by someone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she was just like, you know, you, you do what you do. I remember I, let's see, to just make some side income, I signed up for Rover. I trained kickboxing just to make a couple like five, 600 bucks a month extra my rent was way too much for what I was bringing in. But she was just like, listen, you haven't had a low point yet in your business. It's going to happen. And you're always going to remember this and just remember it and keep going and figure it out. And it took me, a, um, I would say like a two months. Um, and then we kind of got back on like a good spree. But every time I like, at least now I, I have to make sure I have like savings in the business because I never want that to really happen again. But at least at this point, I know what to do. If that does happen, I can always pay someone with my credit card. Right. Oh, my goodness. I read that. And honestly, I I was working with you, you know, that year. And mm -hmm. I will say, here's how we're so different. I never knew you were struggling. Like, I'm yeah. such a emotional thing. I, if somebody even says, how are you? I start crying. Yeah. I'm not okay. <laughs> So people know this about me. If you like, I am a very happy, joyful person. You are. Yeah. So when something's off, people notice no, yeah, and then absolutely. they ask me and yeah. I lose it. I'm like, ah. so yeah. you hit that very well, but that makes a little bit more sense when I was like, Caroline, I don't know if I can pay you. You're like, yes, you can. We'll send yeah. out another email. <laughs> I know. Cause I was like, you know, ah, I can't afford that. Yeah. I am not. It's funny but, because, um, I'm like dating now. And I always tell people like, I am not an emotional person. I do not wear emotions like you. I just have one emotion, which is just happy, go lucky, positive. And I rarely ever get other emotions only to like specific people. So yeah, I'm like, I don't think anyone besides my, like, I don't even think my family knew I was struggling that much. Um, but it was just my best friend. Cause I was like, I need words of encouragement. <laughs> Look, my whole podcast world knows when I'm struggling, I'm like, okay guys, y'all are my therapy. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's just, I used to be very ashamed of being so emotional and working in a corporate world. It's not good to be emotional. And I, I went to therapy about it one time and the therapist said, Stetson, God created emotion. Yeah, you absolutely. Feel every emotion that you have, God has also felt. And she gave me some really good scriptures to show like um, Jesus wept. God was angry. Absolutely. You know, like it showed me that we don't experience an emotion that God doesn't have. Yep. And when I really thought about it that way, it was 
so helpful to me. And I'm like, okay, God, you've made me an emotional person for a reason and for mm -hmm. a purpose. And yeah. so, um, but in the corporate world is probably one of the main reasons I'm an entrepreneur because I'm yeah. like, I cannot cry in the stairwell anymore. <laughs> Which is so sad, especially being like female too. Um, it's just like, it's so sad that you can't express emotions. I mean, I remember working for my dad and my mom died. And I remember going to work like literally within three days. And I was like, I can't, like, I cannot cry. And my dad was like, are you sure you don't need more time? And I'm like, if I'm bored, like I will lose it. So I have to stay busy. But then I was like, that he would say something, talk about trigger, right? Cause I just lost my mom. So everything triggered me and I would like, I remember just like staring there, like you cannot cry at work. You cannot cry at work. You cannot even, but it was my dad's company. So like, who cares? Um, but it's just so sad that we're like programmed to not, show, especially women, we're programmed not to show emotions. Oh, for sure. Oh my gosh. I will say I'm, I'm blessed that I, I mean, probably just the way I grew up too. I mean, my dad was a football coach, so I got to see a lot of emotions yeah. <laughs> out on the field. And, but uh, he always, he never made us feel guilty and probably because we yeah. were girls, you know, he had daughters and that was probably a good thing for a football coach. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I just, sometimes I get envious of people who I'm like, how can you go through a breakup or something that's hard and uh, just be like, okay. And I've learned they're yeah, not okay. Yeah. I was going to say yes. Differently. <laughs> yes. And no. Yeah. Yes. And no. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, there's been, there's been many times where my sisters have even been like, it's okay, you can cry. And I'm just like, there's just, I don't know what it is, but there's just something in me that does say like crying means you're weak. So like keep it in, but it's not healthy. Like I know it's not healthy, <laughs> but, and obviously I, I, that's one thing that I'm always working on um, is like being okay, showing emotion or at least you know, figuring out your life enough so that you don't feel like you have to cry and stuff like that. But yeah, my sisters all the time are like, I just don't understand. Like, how have you not cried yet? You know, stuff like that. And I'm just it, like, I don't know. It's how I'm wired. It reminds dude. me of one of my favorite movies called The Holiday with Cameron oh, Diaz yes. and, you know, um, what's her name? Kate Winslet. And like, Cameron Diaz at the end finally yeah. like she can't and she can't tear. like she can't shed a tear at first and she's like trying she's like ha, ha, ha. like yeah. she can't cry and then at the end she sheds a tear but then like the Kate Winslet character is like totally my yeah, character yeah. where she's like ah, like sobbing crying movie. so I love that movie because it truly does show uh, there yeah. are two different types of emotions we've gotten so off track but yeah. I love that conversation I love where we went with I know. that um, and it does remind me too. So I'm to that point where I've grown now as well and am contracting and hiring people out. I have only had to, so the first hire that I had, I was paying her, but then we, I did kind of tell her, I was like, look, if I lose the client, I'm not going to be able to pay you as much. So that mm -hmm. conversation was straight up from the beginning. And I did, we lost a huge client that was our top paying client. And so I did have to deduct her pay a little bit, but mm -hmm. I also didn't feel as bad doing that because she still worked a full-time job. This was mm -hmm. her side job. And I'm really trying to focus on paying myself first and mm -hmm. taking care of my finances first, because that's not always been the case. I'm usually so like giving and yeah. everything. And I've realized this year and with this job, it's just that I've got to give to myself first. Um, we did just hire a couple new clients. So we just lost two, but we got two larger clients. And it's like, 
my boyfriend was even like, are you going to give yourself a raise? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I probably should, you know, yeah. I probably should at this point give myself a raise. And so he was like, yeah, or at least a good bonus. I'm like, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know, right? I should. So it was called shopping on Amazon this week. Yeah. <laughs> but absolutely. So I want to talk about some of your accomplishments and how you have helped some of your clients because um, I know you've helped me and now granted, I have not yet seen like 30 K months or 50 K months and believe me goals. And I know I will get there. I know that just wasn't my focus when I was working a nine to five job. My focus was truly like, help me just start this business, yeah, yeah. but talk about some of the walk, walk me through some of your client success stories. Cause I think it's really cool. You have some good ones. Yeah. And I think, um, everyone has to remember in order to hit really high income months, like more than 10 K a month, you have to have a high ticket that you are constantly promoting, whatever that high ticket looks like. Um, for us, we find that our clients, typically it is a very high ticketed course or a high ticketed one-on-one coaching group coaching. Um, because it's really, really hard to say, I'm going to do 20 K plus a month through a like medium, like a 297 even, or like a even lower than that, right? Um, so I do think the clients that have seen the most income success, they always yeah. have higher ticketed, which is anything over a thousand dollars. Well, and that's exactly what you did for me, Caroline. I don't know if you remember the conversation. I was like, I do not want to do social media management. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you remember that? I yeah. was so hesitant. I was like, no, you need a high ticket. <laughs> It was a high ticket. I didn't want to yeah. do it because I knew it took up time. Yeah. But it's so funny because I think I came to you like two months later and was like, okay, I actually like it. Yeah. But it's because I truly enjoyed helping. Yeah. The kind of like you do. I enjoyed yep. helping them. I knew yep. I was using my God given talent. So yeah. for those of listening, my social media management is the high ticket item. Mm -hmm that Caroline and I kind of came up with. So it's not just a one-to-one -one coaching. It can yeah. be a service. What absolutely, is your talent yeah. that you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And I, and I do think, um, I do think, cause most people are scared of high ticket cause they naturally assume if I charge more, that means I have to put in more time. And yes, it just depends on what it is. Right. Like I mean, our, our full service digital marketing agency, it is a very high ticket, but that's because we literally spent 40 hours one week on one client, one client. That's right. like a full-time like employee. That's crazy, right? Um, so some high tickets do require more time, but some high tickets you can still automate, like specifically an online course. Um, and I think a lot of our clients who have high ticket, and when I say high ticket, the clients that have, um, I would say like 1397, 1997, 2997 around those. So I would say anything under 3K. We also had a client though who had a $10,000 course um, and that was like a pay in full. And then she had some um, higher payment options. But those, you only need a couple sales of those and you can automate all of it in the back end. Um, the only thing that you really have to show up live is the customer service and or if you are including like group coaching calls when they purchase a course. Um, but I think um, a lot of, and I've had clients who have, we've did like brand new product, like Bonnie, for example, brand new product. 
She never thought she was going to get sales into her course. And then she finds out that, yes, you can. But the difference in that is it's always going to be a low ticket just because it, it's the industry that she's in. It's very hard to do a high ticket in that, which means that she does need a lot of volume in order to hit 10, 20, $30,000 months. Um, or you figure something else out, right, that you could do um, on this, like on top of that, that could result into right. a high ticket. So I think for the most part, um, the biggest success that we see when we have clients who have multiple products. Um, so the high tickets, you're typically selling those through a call booking funnel. Um, so that's just, you know, you can promote and or run ads to fill a calendar, but you can only take so many of those a month. So then you're also just focusing on selling slower tiered product on top of that. Um, and I think when you have those like $97 products, $997 products, $297, when you have those, just you just set them, you automate them. For us, we typically run ads to them. Once you have those kind of set in stone and you can build a clientele list who have purchased, it's a lot easier to scale that high ticket because of that like, no, and trust factor because they have purchased it. So I think those have been some of the successful um, companies that we've worked with. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't. And I feel like mine, yeah, success story here because I have products and services that range from $7 yeah. a month. So $7, yeah. $12, $37. Then it yeah. kind of jumps up to my Instagram mod course, which is yeah, 297. $2 and yeah. I don't know if you saw, cause I know you still have access to everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now I'm promoting my Instagram when I go on speaking events yep. and stuff. And so I get paid to go on a speaking event, but then I promoted the Instagram. I got five people that signed up for it. So that was great. You know, extra income and it's there. Mm -hmm. I'm not having to do any extra yeah. work and they're set up on that funnel the yeah. customer and I love to call it the customer journey yeah. of you know through the Instagram on so that's made it nice just having things to offer that Absolutely. don't take up my time they're just extra icing yep. on the cake yep and so I think that's great great too do you have 10 notebooks that all are for 10 different reasons I know I did. I had one for my gratitudes, my daily gratitudes, and then I had one for my goal setting that was giving me business and prompt questions for goals. I had another one for my sermon notes that I would take to church. I had another one for journaling and so on and so on. And I was telling my sister about this when I was visiting her in Nashville, and she told me about a new planner and journal called Faith and Focus. At first, I just thought I was going to be spending a money on another planner that I was not going to use. But this notebook has been with me daily and I actually look forward <laughs> to using it, which is a first for me this consistently. So not only does it have full planners in there for your quarterly calendars, but day by day, it also gives you prompts for your task, your top three most important thing, your brain dump, your morning requests from the Lord, your noon gratitudes, and your evening gratitudes and reflections. It also has a place for business notes and journaling. I love that on Sundays, it has a page for sermon notes, so I don't have to go grab another notebook. Also on Sundays, it has a weekly reflection page for you to really focus on your business and your goals and what you want to do on the weekends. 
This isn't just for business owners. My sister uses this too, and she loves it for her family. You can get 15% off if you use the code STETSON, that's S-T-E-T-S-O-N, at checkout when you go to christianplanner.com forward slash STETSON. If you do this and get your 15% discount, please tag me on Instagram. I would love to see how you are using your Faith and Focus Planner. Um, what are some of the, we're about to wrap it up, but what are some of the cool features, cool funnels, AI tools, or anything that you're just yeah. having fun working with or learning? Like, first, let's ask, what's the one tool that I feel like you could not live without? Like, what's something you're like, don't take this away from me? Oh, man. I mean, I love my Asana. I don't think I could live without that because I, would, I wouldn't even know what's going on with my business or clients. Um, and that's for project management. Um, and sometimes like you, like sometimes we give access to their Asana or client access to their Asana boards, but typically it's just internal. Um, but for us, and now everyone's different, but for us, organization is, I can't run this without that. So I have to have, good project management right. right so i think that and honestly slack because without slack everyone oh, would girl. be texting me so same i <laughs> love slack all of my clients text me or message me through slack and that's part of the boundaries that we set up when we mm -hmm. onboard clients mm -hmm. and it's like are you on slack no if not we're teaching you how yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we love slack and Absolutely. i use um click up instead of asana yeah um, but they're about the same, yeah, but exactly. I'm, I'm the same. And I like, I'm such a visual person. I have everything color coded and my poor team, you know, because everybody run their contract employees. So they do things that, you know, the way they want to do them sometimes. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I need y'all to color code. Yeah, because yeah. If it's in yellow, it means it's waiting on me. If it's yeah. purple, it means it's ready to go. If it's green, yeah. it's complete. Like I need to see absolutely visually see things. So I absolutely. love that. Yeah. Is there anything like AI that you're using right now yeah. that you're having so much fun with? Yeah. So, and it's funny cause I was going to ask you that too. Like, I think, um, so it's cause everyone's always like, Oh, AI is going to replace my job. And I went to a conference and they ah. made an awesome point that said, AI is not going to replace jobs, but it's going to replace companies because if companies don't start using AI, then they will fall behind and, and essentially True. get um, eliminated out, which I totally agree with. However, yes, I've been playing around with tons of different AI platforms. I do like chat. I have not found an AI platform that I like for images because I feel like we can build stuff in Canva 10 times better than what AI can. I have not played with AI videos, but I do think... I'm, I'm intrigued with that. But again, I just, I don't think the AI imagery video is to, to, to their, that like awesome point yet, but I do feel like chat GPT, you have Google Bard that just came out. They're very good, like starting stones. Um, you know, they're good to outline things. Like if I have a client webinar presentation that I'm putting together, then I will utilize chat to give me ideas of what things should look like based off of you know, high search volume on Google, which is nice because if I didn't do that, then I would be spending hundreds of times searching this all myself. So I do think there are very good um, things with it. And I do think down the road, the, the thing that AI, which I'd love your opinion is 
It's awesome. I do think companies need to start incorporating it. However, it does not mean that you need to start charging less because I think with AI, it's just going to unfortunately turn us into 10 times more content producing machines than we already are because For of sure. AI. It does not mean that you need to charge less as agencies. It just means that you can expect more content because we do, we can utilize these to help produce more content. I love this. Here's look, when you get your podcast rebranded, I will yeah. come on and we'll talk all about AI. AI yeah. I mean, I've, I'm playing around with so many and I'm obsessed and I love it. Love, hate, like different yeah. things. So I will say I recently had a guest on here, Kristen, um, and she was a copywriter and we talked about AI and she had such a good point. She said, look, AI is only ever going to be looking at the past for information. Mm -hmm. yep. It's only yep. ever going to be, it's never going to be thinking like, futuristic. Absolutely. It's never yeah. going to know like real time. I thought that was so, such a good point. And then also I listened to a podcast yesterday, uh, Rachel Peterson and mm -hmm. love her for social media updates and everything. But she had gone to a marketing social media seminar thing. And what's trending right now is now for your captions, because there's so much chat GPT and uh, computer generated captions. Yes. Can they kind of sound like you? Can they or whatever? She's like, nope, they want the typos. Now, mm. if you have a typo in there or a personal story, something, it's subconsciously people know that you wrote it mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they do it. So th that's hard for me because I don't love typos, but I actually... I I know that on social media, they get engagement because I've done yes. them purposely just so people will comment and yes. say, oh, it is there, not there. Yes. And I'm like, oh, I know, but that always gets people to comment. It helps your engagement. <laughs> literally people, and I just have not fallen on this trend yet, but advertisers will literally throw in wrong words because they want people to comment. Cause the minute you comment on an ad, Facebook will like be like, Oh, this ad's performing super well. And then your cost just goes down in like half, but I'm just like, I'm not there yet. Cause I'm like you, I'm yeah. like, I can't, I can't spell there wrong. I just can't. No, do it. <laughs> it's hard because I'm such a there, there, there and two, two, two. And, yeah, yeah. um, but the one I did it, so I did it on purpose and it yeah. was, it was kind of funny and it was such a funny mistake that, or like typo that I thought people would get it like as a joke, like, yeah. ha ha ha. No, people were like showing up in my DMS, like, girl, this is misspelled. This is embarrassing. And it was like, um, like I've always been a serial entrepreneur, but I spelled it like serial. Like, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you change and it or did you keep it? I ended up changing it because yeah. so many people were just like, oh, girl, you're dumb. And I'm like, yeah. that, oh, like I rude. thought people would get it. I even had like a little emoji near it, like thought mm -hmm. it would be funny. No, people thought I was dumb. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Look, we're going back to seventh grade trauma. I we know. can't have that. We I tell people it. that I've literally had clients be like, oh, well, maybe we should try this whole like spell words wrong. And I'm like, I will do that. It will get engagement. But you have to promise me not to read any of your comments. Do not reply. Do not open your DMs because you will get so many people that just will talk crap about you and your grammar. So just you have to ignore them if I'm going to do this. And then they're just like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> people saw, are so mean. <laughs> I saw an ad the other day that I was like, is this genius or 
like not because I couldn't decide, but it made me stay on the ad a little longer. It like cut out. Like it said, like it was, they were about to tell you something and it like just stopped. Mm -hmm. So then it was like, like a learn more button. It was like, well, do I click on the button to learn yeah. more? Like <laughs> it's it just about to get to what they were going to talk about. And it was like a build up, and I didn't click on it because I was like, no, yeah. it made me mad. <laughs> oh, I know what about, you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I know we could talk about ads too. Oh, yeah. And I've been so thankful um, to you for helping me set up my ads. And they've been super fun for me to watch. I love getting texts from you. Like, did you see another one come through? I'm like, yeah. yes, girl, I did. Believe me, I see it come mm -hmm. through. Well, this was such a great conversation. I love this so much. And it is long overdue. And I love asking right now, um, because we are in the faith-based category, and I know yeah. that you are a sister in Christ as well. Yeah. How are you being an online socialite? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, I think, I think for me, every single day when I, because listen, being a business owner and especially owning an agency, you deal with a lot, whether it's from clients or people online. So I always remind myself, like, never get upset with what people say because you don't know what they're going through on the back end. Um, and I always, 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 always remind myself that because I'll have like, sometimes I'll have clients that do like a complete 360 and then eventually you find out they're going through a divorce or like they're trying to get pregnant and they can't get pregnant or something happened in their life. And it's, you know, I just think, I think it's just very important to always be encouraging and supportive and positive because you literally don't know whatever is going on in other people's life. Um, so yeah, I think I just try to bring that energy, positivity, funniness, lightheartedness, um, just in hopes that like, hopefully five minutes, 15 minutes, an hour with me, like you feel a little bit better um, because life is hard, especially being a business owner. <laughs> oh, that's so good. And we need more business owners like you out there that understand that because I'm probably somebody who probably did go 360 on you at one point. <laughs> no, you've <laughs> you know? always been super positive. <laughs> Look, I will say one of my God-given gifts is that I'm quick to apologize and I'm also quick to forgive. Yeah. So I know that I... I know for one of my employees that went 360 one time, I was like, immediately was like, I am so sorry. Let me tell you what's personally going on in my life. Yeah. And maybe you will understand. And I'm very sorry. And here's a $10 Starbucks gift card. Yeah. And I really apologize. <laughs> I know you're, you are so quick with that. But I, I also do want to point out that like going back to our conversation before of like you, I'm a, I'm a firm believer now. And now it's taken me quite a while, a while to get to this point, but I am a firm, believer. I, I very rarely, apologize for just to apologize, right? Like for, for being me, I obviously apologize for mistakes that happen. And I know that they happen, but I do think that like, you should never try to be like others online. And I know people hear this all the time, but like, it's true. You really should not because like God gave you, you for a reason. Like they didn't give you Kim Kardashian. They didn't give you Stetson. They didn't give you Caroline, right? He created you for a reason and I honestly think that like more people need to really own into like their true self more because that's how you're born. Like you can't, 
really like you can try changing things and like forcing things upon yourself, but you're not really going to be happy at the end of the day. And the more you try to force things and think negative on yourself, you're only going to track that back in. So I do think people need to, you know, just, just think of things more. And if you do get others that say something negative about you, instead of quickly jumping to say like, Oh, my bad, I'm sorry. Think of the scenario first and like, think, is it really my bad? Or is this person just being rude for a reason? And if they are just being rude, you know, you don't have to apologize. I think there's like that confidence that you just need to understand. Like, no, I was not in the wrong. Um, they were in the wrong. I'm going to accept that. It's fine. Like, we're not going to blame everyone. But like, I'm also not going to be like, I'm so, so sorry. Like, I'll make it up to you next time because there shouldn't be like that. Like you are you for a reason. So just like own yourself and your actions. Obviously, if you make a huge mistake, you need to own that. But um, yeah, I think I think especially with like being online and being business owners, we're just constantly comparing ourselves to others and like always thinking we're in the wrong. But if you take a step back to think like, no, this is me. This is why I'm me and how I got created to be me. Like I'm not in the wrong all the time. And I just think like that, like that, like positive self um, respect and love is just super important. Girl, that is so good. Drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. All, all this podcast needs yeah. to be about because yeah. I love, you know, you're saying people just need to know who they are and yeah. honestly not to get too political because we are about to wrap it up. I think that's yeah. the problem with our world yeah. right now is people don't know who their identity yeah. is. They are so confused. They have no idea who they are yep. and they look at social media and see what they think they're supposed to right. be or what they should try to be doing. Yeah, it's, it's so funny to me when people are like, am I too old to be on social media? I'm like, why wouldn't you yeah, be. like it's yeah. free. It's you have access to it just like anybody else. Absolutely. You know, it, You're not supposed to be anyone. Right. You know? It's yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that can be yeah. like a whole and I guess yeah, it, it would fall more in the political route, but it's like, yeah, it's you're not supposed to be anyone. You're only supposed to be yourself. And right. but I, I just I think a lot of people struggle with accepting themselves they yeah but they don't exactly. know i think that's what it is right now yeah. and satan does come to confuse yeah. and yeah, i think people just don't know but i i will say I, I fell in that trap too when i was um in network marketing for like 16 plus years when i decided not to pursue that anymore i had realized that i had my identity wrapped up in that company and in the mm -hmm. brand. And mm -hmm. I did not know who I was mm -hmm. without that company. And so now with this company, with this agency, I truly try to say like, I am not social media. Mm -hmm. I am not my business. I am a supporter of small business. That's mm -hmm. how I identify myself now. Yeah. And that has made it so good for me to be able to show up to keep those boundaries because I don't, I'm like, no, I may brand away from social media at yeah. some point, but everybody yeah. will still know me as being a small business supporter. Me. Yeah. Yes. Which is important. I think we do get attached to things too quickly. And then we start to identify ourselves with that. But for like what reason? You know, I hate and it makes me so sad when I hear people say, but without this, who am I? You know, like yes. you're you, you're a human, you're a female, like who's a successful business owner, supports others, like blah, 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 blah. Right. I can go off. Those are all the things that you are like, this is nothing. This is just like something you've 
developed, you can very easily step away from that and go do something else because you're you. <laughs> Absolutely. Girl, we may have to have you back to, to talk about this. <laughs> Knowing know. who you are online. I know. I know. Well, this has been amazing. I can't wait for it to air. Please come back again and we'll Absolutely. talk all about AI and all the things. I know. Maybe we should just um, do a live on your Instagram. Let's definitely do AI. 100% Everyone asked me about AI. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Let's go live. Yeah, on, yeah. Do you want to go live on TikTok? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't really do much on TikTok. So maybe I know. I'm aware. Force me to. I'm ready. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We've been trying to get that out of you for years oh, now. Oh, my God. Caroline. I know. Talk about. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's just one platform that I'll do it for All others. Right. It's just, yeah, TikTok. There you go. All right. See, if you're listening. Stay tuned for our live. We'll yeah. see you next time. Absolutely. Well, that was fun, and I hope it filled your cup as much as it filled mine. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Stetson K. Patton to learn more about what topics you would like for me to cover on this podcast. Whether it's about business, Jesus, tequila, or Enneagrams, I'm going to cover it all. So let's meet back here at the same spot, same time next week.